We going? Yeah, we're going. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna take these headphones off. <clears throat> I'm heading downtown. I'm not supposed to head downtown. The local news is telling everyone to stay home and to avoid downtown because of COVID-19. All gatherings of over 250 people have been banned by the city. The CDC is calling to avoid any gatherings over 50 people, and as I record this, the White House is asking everyone to refrain from assembling with 10 or more people. Forgive the recording here, it gets a little rough when I drive over pavement, but you'll get the idea of what I have to say. One of the big concerns is that Asheville is a city that has over 30% of its workforce in service industry, meaning working in restaurants, working in hotels, working in, in all of these service economy tip-based job lines. And Asheville Independent Restaurant Association today just announced that they're recommending that all of their restaurants close down for two That's an astounding amount of money for not just the businesses themselves, but the workers to be losing. That's not even mentioning the amount of supply you'd be losing, the, the perishables that are going bad. You know, that's just that's just catastrophic losses. But. I think part of the main goal is just to make sure that people have jobs to get back to when they get done and when this is all over. 30% of Asheville workers work in the food and beverage or hospitality industry. The city has spent millions and millions of dollars to ensure that this city runs on hospitality money. But all of that is being disrupted by a virus, a really subtle but mean one, one that is highly contagious and one that targets the most vulnerable in our society. Which is why this one is so scary. We all know we are just one or two handshakes away from infecting our mothers or fathers or grandmothers or grandfathers or anyone else in that particularly vulnerable zone of people susceptible to this new and evolving infection. As a result, the Asheville Independent Restaurant Association just recommended that all of their restaurants suspend operations and close their doors for two weeks something that could potentially bankrupt many restaurants who were counting on coming out of the slow season and paying off some debts in the spring. Walking through downtown, everything is closed, but construction carries on. Families are still walking down the street, clearly from out of town. 
They peer into windows of darkened stores and restaurants with chairs flipped up on the tabletops. Kids run along empty streets. It's surreal. This past week, Tennille Tracy, the magnate behind Edible Asheville magazine, sent out a letter to just about everyone in the food media in Asheville asking what we were going to do to help restaurants out. We were all a little dumbstruck and clueless, but Catherine, who you may know as my co-host on this show, and as the other half of Dirty Spoon, she wasn't. See, Catherine Campbell also owns a marketing firm for restaurants called Bright Planning. She came up with the idea of developing a web page, a directory for local businesses that offered gift cards. Asheville Strong is a simple way for local restaurants to offer product while we're quarantined. If you can't get out to a restaurant, you can buy a gift card through this directory. And it's not just for restaurants, it's for any other business you might want. I talked to her about how she came up with this idea and what caused the launch. She came up with it in a really quick time, too. It was like the email went out and she turned it around and in a day. But here's our conversation. I got the idea for it earlier this past week. On Friday, I decided to do the thing. On Saturday, I built the thing. On Saturday evening, I launched the thing. And on Sunday morning, I woke up to a movement. Awesome. Yeah. So that was unexpected. But I think when you have a particular skill set and you're facing a global tragedy and you want to help, I think the best thing that you can do is bring that skill set and make it work for you and everyone around you. Yeah. So how's it, how does it, I guess, explain how it functions, how it all came together, what, what happened? So Asheville Strong became this idea to initially help out the restaurant clients um, and beverage clients and hospitality clients that I represent. It was purely selfish at first. Um, I thought about making a page originally on our agency website that would list all of the initiatives and gift cards and merchandise and stuff that our restaurants and beverage companies were offering. And then I realized it needed to be bigger than myself and bigger than my clients because I realized that so many people in the area and in the community and not just in Asheville, but also in Western North Carolina. I mean, we're looking at at Asheville and we're looking at all the people who are there, but then we're looking at these small towns who are already isolated, who already depend on what little tourism or, or few visitors they can. Yeah. And they're getting zero, zero help right now. So I, I looked at it and said, okay, if everybody has to be isolated and if everybody can offer something online, how can we consolidate that into one, you know, go-to resource, one, one website where people can find all kinds of different gift cards that they can buy now to keep the doors open to their favorite businesses tomorrow. So that's, that was basically the premise behind Asheville Strong, which is a cheesy name, I know, but the domain was available. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's good. I think it's good. And who knows, that that page could adapt into a great many things in the future. I think so. That was another reason why I decided to build it was because, you know, this is this is the crisis that we're facing today. But this community movement that's starting right now 
it can change shape tomorrow. And I wanted to be able to at least provide that foundation. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I mean, the primary thing to me is just like making sure that people even have jobs to go back to. Yeah. You know? That's the scary part. You know, I've, you know, I, I went to Charleston wine and food festival, um, over the weekend of March 6th through the 8th. And then I went into the office on March 9th on a Monday and it felt like the world was ending and everybody was reaching out to us and asking, what do I do? How do I keep my doors open? How are we going to save our business? How do we, how do we pivot? How do we reinvent our restaurant or our shop? Um, and so from sunup to sundown, from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. at night, our, you know, my team and I were just brainstorming ideas and talking people through things, uh, you know, how to transform their parking lots into pop-ups or how to offer to-go services that they hadn't offered yet or how to change their menu into a limited menu that specialized in things that would be great heat-and-eat kind of items or how to list more items on their online shop than what they already had. And one thing that most of them had in common were, you know, of course, gift cards and stuff. So we said, you've got to leverage that right now. And, um, yeah, so it's just been, it's been a whirlwind. And then throughout that week, it was just the idea of becoming clearer and clearer that something had to be done to make it all in one place. And so while I'm building out Asheville Strong, um, I had, I had a few people, I got an email from Tennille Tracy, uh, the editor at, at Edible Asheville. And she had emailed a few of us and in the community, um, including, you know, Jane and Anderson of air. Yeah, I was on that train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, saying, saying, how do we bring the community together? And she also was noticing, you know, gift cards were going to be a thing. And she, she knew that that was like a great way to unify the community and, and to, create some kind of campaign behind it, some kind of grand marketing message behind it. And I thought, oh my gosh, there's no better time than this right now. I'm already building this. Like this right. is perfect. So, so I know, so I took comfort in the fact that no matter what, even if my, you know, even if my agency wasn't doing this, somebody would have come along and created the same movement. And that gives me comfort knowing that I live in a community that can create that. Right. So that was, that was great. But so, yeah, so responding and saying, Hey, guess what? We've, we're, we actually are, you know, of the same mind and we're working on that right now. So that yeah. was, you know, we're, we're launching this thing and we, and I didn't have the name for it yet. We had just started building it like the day before yeah. uh, we got that email from Tennille. So. And any business can get involved. It's not just restaurants too, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So Originally, it was supposed to be for restaurants and like food and beverage and hospitality, and then started, you know, expanding it to retail shops, um, wellness, uh, so in professional services, and then a big one that is also personally important to me, but I think we definitely don't want to leave behind right now are our farmers mm. and our farm, our vent, you know, our farm vendors and farm partners because they're getting hit right now because of the. Um, you know, the city tailgate market getting shut down. Right. So, and then also, of course, you know, people who depend on selling products at those markets. So mm -hmm. that's been a big one. What were you concerned about at that time? Because I was really curious about that. I mean, to me, the, the 
everyone's chief concern is everybody's out of work. Mm-hmm. And in a city where 30% of the population works in the service industry, that's a devastating blow. Um, because they all live on tips, they don't get wages, they can't just get wages by not coming into work. And then these are small businesses that can't afford to pay their employees for not being at work. And the biggest danger is that they just don't have a job to come back to. So you go from, like, a we have like a 3% unemployment rate in Nashville right now, 2.5%, somewhere around there. Yeah. Like, you could easily go from that to, like, huge unemployment because all these restaurants that are trying to open or that have been open can't function after this. And my first thought was, yeah, how do we, I don't, I mean, I, I, I was in the middle of seeing event, the event company that I work for cordial and craft getting calls that we're losing all these events and that stuff's going to start getting canceled. And you know, that's catering. That's a fallback for people in the service industry. And that's not even going to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was really hard. It was really scary to, to be getting messages from restaurants and saying, look, we were fine 24 hours ago. And now we're getting mixed messages from leaders in our industry and in the restaurant industry saying, no, you need to close your doors right now. And those kinds of messages floating around. And so, you know, 24 hours earlier you would see a packed restaurant and then and now everybody's uh in in the words of someone i uh, you know in the words of someone i talked to recently they were saying (laughs) they were saying our restaurants are tanking right yeah and that's that's really scary so they're having to yeah so everybody that i've talked to they're everybody's looking for a solution and i I'm an optimist, but I also know at the same time that there there are only so many gift card sales that can replace right. that 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 number of of lost incomes and yeah. employee tips. So you know, I think that what what Asheville Strong does is create something that's simple and accessible, but there has to be a larger scale economic policy and in some kind of something has to be done on a larger scale to address the long-term effects of this. Yeah. If a city is going to make its primary infrastructure built around tourism, that it needs to be prepared when tourism is disrupted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see how our city and how our county and how our tourism authority reacts to all of this and how, you know, what their next steps are. I'm, I'm interested to see what their next steps are as well. You know, we've got these grassroots, we have these grassroots efforts. I see Facebook groups, support groups, you know, forming all the time. I see restaurants that are chipping in where they can. And then, you know, you've got, you know, people like, people like me who tell my staff, Hey, I got this idea. Uh, let's see if this works and building out this website in four hours and starting a, a movement, you know, in a day and it, but it only goes so far, you know, those, those are micro levels of improvement. And so I think it's really up to those bigger institutions and into the, the bigger forces at work in our, in our County and our city and our state who were, I mean, the restaurant industry and in the tourism industry, you know, anybody who relies on that, all of our shops here in Asheville and beyond, you know, they're, they're going to need a helping hand. We just don't know what that that's going to look like. Right. Yeah. So how do people get their businesses on your on your page? Well, uh, it's super easy. 
you go to ashevillestrong.com and right there on the homepage, there is a little form where you just fill in your name, the name of your company, um, the best URL for your website or for your gift card URL directly if you've got one. Um, two questions that have been coming up recently are one, is it free to list on your website? And yes, yes, it is. It's a, this is a volunteer effort. It is, nobody has to pay a cent to be listed on there. Um, but you do need to offer gift cards or gift certificates in some form or some kind of online, um, shopping experience. Uh, and then the second one is, Hey, I don't have an online gift card that people can buy, but I do offer gift cards or gift certificates over the phone or through email. Is that okay? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We just put like a little asterisk next to your, next to your website URL and in your listing online so that people can clearly see, uh, that all they have to do is just pick up the phone and call you or pick up the phone and email you to get their gift card. Cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. What's the what's the address again? It's Asheville, and that's Asheville with an E, folks. <laughs> the way we spell the city's name. The way we spell the city's name. AshevilleStrong.com. Cool. Yeah. Anything else you need to add? Um, no, I think I think that one of the biggest lessons that that I've taken away from this experience is that, you know, to create something, you just start with simple tools. And so, you know, simplicity first, sophistication later. So what I, what I built and what I launched yesterday wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but it works. And so that's, that's what I can just focus on. And that's what I can encourage other folks to do too. Awesome. If you want to know more about Asheville Strong, just head to AshevilleStrong.com and please, please, please support some of your favorite local businesses there. Just because you were stuck at home doesn't mean you can't invest in the future of the companies that you love in this town. The Dirty Spoon is made by Catherine Campbell and I. And like I said at the beginning, we are on break creating our new season. I'm hoping to bring you a few more conversations like this and just stuff to keep you entertained during this time of quarantine, so stay tuned for those. Head over to our webpage, dirty-spoon.com, for stories and artwork and to catch up on past episodes. If you'd like to support us during these times where none of us are really sure if we're going to have jobs when we come out on the other end, head over to that webpage and support our Patreon. Anyone who donates there, I'll give you a free copy of my new album, First Sight, which is used to score a lot of the background music for this show. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast feed where we'll bring you more stories from the people who shape what we consume right here on the Dirty Spoon Radio Hour. Thanks. We'll see you next time.